Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas so you can grow beyond difficult transitions and evolve from those challenging moments that may have influenced your past but will not define your future. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve as we teach you the exact skills needed to attract and keep a lasting, emotionally healthy and conscious relationship. Now, please welcome your host, certified life dating and relationship coach, trauma professional and best-selling author, Rihanna Milne. Hello, everyone. Wow. Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love. This is your host and love coach, clinical trauma professional, and the number one best-selling author, Coach Rihanna Milne. Just walked in the door from Bali. Oh, my gosh. It was an incredible vacation. I've been gone since November 13th, and what a life-altering experience. And I'll share some things with you tonight. This podcast is educational. It airs every Monday night from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time and helps both women and men of all ages to heal from past childhood adverse events and abusive relationship trauma or difficult life transitions that impacts them today as adults in both life and love. You can learn to transform a negative fear-based mindset into a positive and purpose-filled conscious and evolved mindset to achieve success in all life areas. I'm here to help teach you the exact skills you need to attract and keep an emotionally healthy, evolved love relationship, no matter whether you're straight or LGBT, if you're single or in an exclusive relationship, you definitely can have the life you desire and the love relationship you deserve. Do take advantage of me being here live for you tonight and getting your personal questions answered, whether it's about tonight's topic, which is gratitude and spirituality, or any other topic I've covered in the past, or just something you're struggling with. All you have to do is call in. It's free. In the USA, it's 866-451-1451. If you're out of the country, call plus zero one. 866-451-1451 and just have your question or comment ready when you call to talk to me. If you can't wait and you want to meet with me personally, you can always apply for a free Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session. It's a $500 value just by going to my website. It's rihannamilne.com. Fill out the pop-up form. Tell me a little bit about your story, what you're struggling with, and I'll see how I can help you best. And you will be meeting with me, not a junior coach. This is a valuable time that I put aside for my listeners. I do five of them a week. Apply now because space is limited. Let's get started. And remember, if you hear something you know will benefit a friend or a loved one, please be an angel of love and share the show link and listen to my other live radio shows also on boldbravemedia.com and on on the website that has all the shows listed. They're all edited down. It's www.lessonsinlifeandlove.com. And you can hear this on the go on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn Radio, and any platform of your choice. Do rate me and give me a comment or leave some topics that you would like me to cover. Let's get going with tonight's topic, spirituality and gratitude. I got to tell you guys, traveling the world is always emotionally healthy for me and something that is one of my truest passions in life. I went with my best friend, Robin. We were really great travel buddies. And we went to Bangkok, Singapore, three stops in Java and Bali. 
and we went on a cruise. We went on Viking cruise and did these stops along the way. Our favorite ports were Bangkok and Bali, mostly because of the historical value of the very old ancient Buddhist and Hindu temples that are just gorgeous and dating back to the 1600s. And what I didn't know about in Bali, every family that's Hindu or Buddhist, they build a temple right within their home. And they really celebrate life in so many different ways. They were telling me the story of when someone is pregnant, they have a ceremony at six months for the blessing of the pregnancy. Then they have one at birth. Then they have one six months in. So they're always celebrating life and animals and water. And they're the kindest, most loving and giving people. You know, I've always been spiritual myself since I came into my own spirituality when my best friend Michael was killed by a drunk driver. It really affected affected everyone in my class at Lower Moreland High School in Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania, where I grew up. We were a very close class, only of about 240 people, I think was our graduating class. And most of us grew up together from kindergarten on through. And Michael lived down the street and across the cornfield from me. And I laughed because I said there was a Milne for every Marcucci. There was five kids in my family and there was 18 in Michael's family. He had the cool house. He had horses and trampolines and a pool and a big yard to play in. I remember going down every summer night over to Michael's house and hanging out. That was a huge loss for me and I had to come to reality. Life is so precious and any time it could be lost and how do I deal with the pains that come up in my life? And this is when I started turning spiritual and reading a lot about dealing with difficult transitions. Tonight's information I'm going to share with you is from my book, Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success. And my daughter, Alexi Panos, is a co-author here. And Alexi wrote this when she was very young. Her, her chapter is, it works for young people too. And just watching her and my other daughter, Stefana's life unfold as they've become women, has been a spiritual blessing to me. Well, Alexi more so been practicing spiritual concepts and now she teaches them around the world. She just did a long visit with her husband, Preston, in Australia and with baby in tow. Little Kingston, my grandson, was with them. And she wrote this section when she was about 18 years old. And her being spiritual very early has created much success in life. You know, spiritual concepts really work. So I'm going to share some of these things with you tonight. I started first writing my book. This was a remake from my book, Watch Me, The Bold New Motivational Attitude for Personal Success in Cabo St. Lucas when I took a one-week vacation there to write without interruption. And as an author, that's always a great technique to jumpstart a book. That's when Hurricane Marty hit and the winds and the rain possessed me as I stood on the sixth floor balcony of my hotel resort on the beach. It was a really incredible rush. It's the sheer power of nature and the magnificent reminder that we are not in charge. The spiritual nature of God or the divine, however you would define for yourselves, 
him, her, or it, the divine mother nature or some other higher power definitely calls the shots. And when Hurricane Marty hit, I was quickly typing my book on battery power because the resort ran out of electricity. And once that ran out, I was back to notebook and pen writing. And the electricity was off for four days. There was no running water for a couple of days. The streets were all torn up. The main city was flooded. And I said, wow, God sure gave me writing weather. There was nothing else to do. But it was interesting because the movie Troy was being filmed there. Within my resort were all the stunt people doing all the incredible stunts for that movie. And they were from all around the world. So they basically just opened the bar and brought food out on a consistent basis to feed us all. So the food wouldn't go bad and we could eat. It really ended up being a big party and everyone's there. Oh, you're the author. Oh, you know, I'm sitting in the lobby writing, everyone's saying hello. And of course I would go and party with some of these amazing, brilliant stunt actors. I'm like, what a great time this ended up being. But of course the city was very torn up. It's just the quick incidents that once a cosmic event signaling the beginning of a new very spiritual chapter in mine and other people's lives it definitely offers a time of reflection to feel the blessings of the most simple things that we do have and this is what i'm talking about for gratitude today to have food and water and safe shelter uh, the love of my family and friends i have very many long-term friends since being a kid they're still in my life time away definitely offers the chance to reflect and look back at all the gifts and the blessings that we have and to look forward to reevaluate what is truly important for us to be happy. And I have to say the three stops in Java, it's a very, very poor area. Many people just living out in nature, living along the water, living in scraps of tin and cardboard, living in dirty clothes. So even the toilets in the public places are just a hole in the ground and the better ones have porcelain around the hole and I'm like oh please give me a western toilet and that makes me feel like I was very spoiled but I also felt much blessings for my toilets at home so it is the simple things that we all have that we have to give blessings and gratitude for now me personally and all the clients that I work with we definitely tap into the power of spirituality and most people turn to me in times of trouble, whether they're going through a difficult transition in their life or they're having a really hard breakup or struggling with somebody they love, they're in an abusive relationship or someone just left them or cheated on them and they're in a really tough time. If they don't have spiritual practice in their life, it's very difficult to transform into a better place. So we do practice the spiritual concepts of meditation. And in one of my earlier tapes, I did go into meditation, the steps, and to do it at least once a day, twice a day is even more ideal. It's only 15 minutes and it's a time to pray and give gratitude for what you do have and humbly ask for what you do want to happen and come into your life. Us humans are so small in the scheme of things in relation to the ocean the rainforest, the animal kingdom, and I had chances to witness all of this in motion. I went to the monkey sanctuary 
in Bali, and it was so adorable seeing the monkeys interact and play and how the children, you know, really crave to their mom. You know, they're just so close, and it's just neat to be amongst all of that. There's waterfalls there. It was so clean and fresh. The tour guides were always giving us the tips and the history of which city we were in, and both the Buddhist, the Muslim, the Hindu people, they have very high regard for their parents. It is known that, of course, they're going to take care of their parents in older age. One of the tour guys said, we don't ship them off to the adult orphanage, which in our country in the U.S. we call the adult nursing homes. Um, they said, no, we take care of our mother and our father until the end of their lives because we give high gratitude to the fact that they gave us life. And there's always high respect for the parent. That was very evident in all the cultures. And it was cute over in Java and all the countries, but mostly in Java, which is highly Muslim, they're not used to people with blonde hair. So a lot of the school kids came up, Madam, may I have a picture with you? You know, and they're all smiling and like staring at me because I have blonde hair. They're not used to that. And I said, of course, you can have a picture. Well, you give one to one and all 15 of the school kids in their group want a picture with you. So it's really cute. I put some on my Facebook, Coach Rihanna Milne, but they're always polite and very kind. You can just feel the kindness radiate from them. So we are going to go to a brief break. You are listening to Lessons in Life and Love live on Bold Brave Media Global Network. We're back. This is Coach Rihanna Milne. You are listening to Lessons in Life and Love on Bold Brave Global Media Network. So let's keep going about spirituality. So I was talking about the very kind people in Java. And despite that they have very little or nothing of material possessions, their kindness radiates out to people in very meaningful and many ways. Muslims are people that pray five times a day. The Hindus and the Buddhists, they pray at least three times a day. So again, I recommend to my clients and my listeners that you give gratitude in some form, either meditation or prayer twice a day, 15 minutes in the morning before you go out the door and 15 minutes at night before you fall asleep. It is something that will touch you back into your conscious way of being, living in the now, and letting go and let God to be open to what the world presents to us. I was reading the book from Oshu on intuition on my trip. It's very important to sometimes just let go and do nothing. I did minimal work while I was away. I even said, I'll write my book on trauma, but you know, it was just good to just relax and chill out because I work very intense days when I'm home helping many people, which is my blessing, my gift to help people get beyond past or current trauma. And, you know, I love my work, but sometimes you just have to let it go and just relax and be in the moment. And that is the beauty of vacation. So if you have not yourselves taken a vacation, whether it's a week or two weeks or a day, sometimes just taking the day and say, I need a me day. And it's not in a selfish way, but to reflect, to give thanks to get your mind together what the next six months will be, working your goals, your daily goals, weekly and monthly goals, like I have my clients do. And I go deeply into that and live beyond your dreams as well. We have the holidays coming up. 
How can you give back in a spiritual way? How can you help someone less fortunate over the holidays? With New Year's coming up, it's really important to reflect on your new goals for life in general and for your life that new year. So I always suggest come up with three personal goals and come up with three business goals that you will achieve and strive for in your new year that will help you grow and change and evolve into the best and highest person that you hope to be. You know, all books of faith talk about a higher power and the importance it should have in your life for peace and happiness, success, and spiritual guidance helps provide the balance that you need in life to move into your highest purpose goals and your ultimate self-actualization, which we call being evolved. Daily tapping into your gratitude and the goals for the day and the week and giving thanks for what has happened keeps you aware of all the blessings you do have in your life. And when you have gratitude for all those many blessings, we couldn't wait to get back to the cruise ship to get into a warm bed and to use a Western style toilet and to have fresh water to drink. You know, my one daughter, we talk spiritual a lot. Lexi and I, she goes, so what's your one takeaway from the trip? And I said, again, awareness of the many blessings that I do have. The typical middle-class American here would be considered very rich over in these countries that are so poor. So look around at what you do have today and give thanks. I did miss Thanksgiving, so I couldn't really go into a show of thanks with you all because I was on the vacation. But I'm sure you did reflect on Thanksgiving Day. But every day, give thanks and reflect about how much you have. The symbol of yin and yang represents and the Taoist faith of understanding how opposites such as masculine and feminine and light and dark exist in our world and within ourselves. And my spiritual reflection on this symbol is that each dark event has within it some higher level of message or light of hope. It's really important that we stay grounded and say, what am I supposed to learn in this lesson? How can I make the good from the bad? And we are constantly striving, my clients and I, to live within the light, to be positive in your words, your actions, your deeds, and ask the question, is it for the good of all? And if it is, then you know to move forward confidently. If it's only for good for you, then that's of ego and it's selfish and you don't want to do it. If it's good for all, then this is what you want to do. Each positive event or person does have a negative element within them. And that's because we're all perfectly imperfect, right? We're all an element of our childhood upbringing. And this is how we talk about childhood trauma, the negative events that might have happened to us. It's not that we're looking to blame our moms or dads or our situation. It's instead to empower ourselves and as adult with an adult mind and the ability to choose conscious awareness to then become a better, more conscious, higher level person. This means keeping your word and looking to do good in the world in some ways. You are fortunate and have made money. How are you giving back? 
How are you donating, creating a charity or giving to a needy cause? What are you doing to give back and make your presence in this world count for something? Where are you helping the greater good? And we're all on this earth for a reason. We are all born with such divine purpose. So are you living your purpose? And that may not come from your nine to five job, and that's okay. Just some way of volunteerism, a giving back. I happen to be very blessed and lucky that I do give back in my work by donating proceeds of my books and also just on a daily basis trying to help people in the greater good find happier, more peaceful meaningful love. So many people have gotten to sex-based love, that sex is the priority. No, you know, loving kind friendship and that bond of love and trust and keeping your word and giving from the heart is the most important part of love. Intimacy instead of sex, as we talked about with Dr. Jane's show, if you haven't heard it yet, you've got to listen to it, it was wonderful on sexual desire and intimacy. But sexuality is a gift also. And the body, I call it the body temple. You just don't give it away to anyone. You share your body, your heart, your soul with someone that is truly giving and kind and also in the relationship equally dedicated as much as you. Today's culture, which we call hookup culture, is so askew and afar from what lovemaking was supposed to be. Do respect the body temple that is part of spirituality. Also the yin yang means people always have that light and dark side to them and too often intertwine. It is those that are consciously and spiritually aware that are always present to wanting and working with dealing in living in the light, the light in the mind, the heart and the soul. Again, doing what's for the best of all. I love Joel Osteen. I listened to his lessons on Sunday and someone used to say to me, I always ask myself, would Joel do it? Because he liked Joel Osteen too. And if Joel wouldn't do it, he wouldn't do it. I mean, whatever it takes to remind yourself to deal from the heart and the love only. Even the darkest soul contains some light within it. You know, example of this would be Ted Bundy. Despite his many horrible killings, his neighbors used to say what a nice man he was. It was a small spot of light within a very dark confused mind of a man that that went awry over the years when you're spiritual you do have faith it's a feeling of inner peace and outer confidence emerges it's a sense of knowing and a quiet sense of trust a spiritual person radiates light if you've ever thought you see somebody walk to the door and they just radiate the sense of aura the sense of calm the sense of confidence and one can sense people with these qualities I've had many people come up to me often and say, wow, you have this purple aura around you or this blue light. I often hear purple or turquoise, which is interesting because those are my two favorite colors. And people come up and say, you have this aura around you. But we exude this certain kind of energy of peace. People like to be around that kind of feeling. None of us live a perfect life and we all have the ability to live on the dark side or have a dark day or a dark or depressed mood. This is life. You know, it can't be high and happy and joyful every second of every day. But it's important that you have the conscious mindset that 
you're having a blue moment or a depressed moment to ask, why am I upset or what's going on for me? And use your mindset to turn that around. How can you make that better? We call that thinking outside of the box, having a plan B when things get difficult, because there's always a way out. We call that living in the light, being proactive. And when you're living on the dark side and you're scrambling in fear and negativity, then that's called being reactive when something negative happens. This is when people react with anger or jealousy or asking the question, why me? Why did this happen to me? Instead, we say, hmm, okay, why did this happen? What part did I play in it? What part am I responsible for? How can I make this better? What is my plan B to move forward with some profound lessons of what's going on for me? This is what it means to be spiritual. It's not about going to church one hour a day, a week, or to temple once a week on Saturday. No, as spiritual people, we're this 24-7. We can't escape how we think and how we are on the inside, and it's very difficult if you're out in dating world and single world, as I call it, if you're not also with someone who is spiritual, because when you're living this way and you're with someone who's more of ego, it's all about them and what they get or the hookup culture, which is love equals sex. It doesn't. Love equals kindness and giving and presence and peace and calm and this amazing, beautiful energy that you share together with sexuality being part of it, not leading with sex. So it's such a different way that we live that's really important to us. So learning how to be and live in a spiritual way takes time, study, and practice. It's not like you take one course and say, okay, I'm spiritual. I'm done. Good. That's it. I graduated. No, it takes constant and daily practice. I took many, many courses in spirituality to become a universal life minister. I've been a minister since 1997. It's all face. I did a lot of weddings and civil unions in New Jersey, and I also do them in the Delray Beach area of Florida. And I love that work to be involved in somebody's most special day. Their wedding ceremony is such an honor and a blessing to be asked to perform the wedding. I take the role very seriously. I write all original wedding ceremonies and bring in the people's sense of faith, whether it's Jewish or I had a a Jewish bride and a Buddhist gentleman from Japan. And I wrote the ceremony to include prayers and blessings from both sides of the faith. And everyone loved the ceremony because it was so original and showing respect for both of their higher books and practices. Being spiritual has been a part of my life, like I said, since I've been 16 and I practice it daily and I teach my clients that it's a very important part of your life and to practice it and to share your light with others. And we're always striving to live in the light and be the best that we can be. This is part of regular spiritual practice. Of course, we're all humans and we all make mistakes. And it's important, however, to quickly admit your mistakes and make sincere apologies. It's really egotistical not to apologize for harm done upon another. It tells someone that they're not worthy of your apology, even though you really do know you committed a wrong. Again, 
against that person. To apologize is a spiritual practice, not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength, of character, and of inner light. Even though I am Christian-based, two of my favorite spiritual teachings are from Buddhism and A Course of Miracles, which I will say ACIM, standing for A Course in Miracles. I started studying that in my early 20s. The Course teaches that we are all God's children and angels of God. We can all minister to and help our fellow man. Helping others through your work is one way to serve a higher purpose, as I mentioned. However, you can do that through volunteerism and on a daily basis in some way. By showing my clients a different perspective, a spiritual perspective in life, I can guide them to their spiritual inner light and towards a sense of calm and away from the darkness of fear, anxiety, depression, and anger. And they all live on the dark side of this yin-yang circle is what I describe. Helping one or more people each day is my beautiful reward for my work. And it's my passion and my talent and my gift to and from God as one of his angels. And as I said, we're all God's angels. So it's important you find purpose and passion in your life, because if you don't have that, that's usually when some type of depression or emptiness enters into your world. When you hear, I'm just not happy. Why can't I be happy? Well, happiness comes by giving back. But when I write about the watch me mindset for personal power, it's not about ego or arrogance or bullying someone's like, watch me and watch out. No, it's not that at all. It's a faith-based belief that God has given you all that you need to reach your dreams and you are merely defending your right and your ability to pursue those dreams in a confident way. God wants you to succeed. He wants you to be good. He's given you amazing blessings and talents in your life. He wants you to pursue those dreams. And on the path to realizing your dreams, you must appreciate and enjoy the journey. You can't go from A to Z overnight. People want things in our hurry up, fast paced world like I want it now. No, work towards it step by step each day. And this is what the goal oriented system is that I teach that it takes time to reach optimum success. But doing three goals a day, waking up and saying, what are my three goals today to make a difference in my day, in my life or in the life of someone else? At the end of the day, we look back and say, what did I accomplish today? And it's like, yes, that was good. I did this today and I did that today. And it makes you feel like you're always learning and growing you're motivated but yet patient with the process and i love tony's robbins saying if you're not growing you're dying of course i am a student of study of tony robbins since 16 years old i've listened to most all his tapes and i've gone to unleash the power within i would recommend it to anyone and everyone i did walk on the hot coals doing that successfully you're like oh my gosh i just walked on 12 feet of 2200 degrees hot coals just saying as you're walking across nice and slow cool moss cool moss like feeling in your 
your head, you're walking on moss, like in the forest, not hot coals. So the mindset for success, you can train it to be extremely strong and empowering to have the life that you want. And that's Tony's message in having you do that practice, that your mindset can be very strong. You just have to train it to be so, to be consciously and presently aware. As you begin your journey in spiritual awareness, if you have pure intentions and your thoughts enable you to give back by serving others, your spiritual purpose will guarantee your success. That's just the way it is. It's the laws of karma. You must continue to give back. Otherwise, reaching your goals will seem empty and unfulfilling. You often hear from a top pop artist or an actor who's very successful turning to alcoholism, uh, alcohol to cope because they just feel they're they're fake. Their life is fake. It's not fulfilling. So many of the actors then do turn to service, to helping, to going to different countries, creating a charity or joining and being an active part of a charity to have a fulfilling life. I think of Princess Diana at this moment, who had very difficult marriage, a very traumatic marriage with Charles and her happiness in life with her children, her two boys, and also giving back by helping those around the minefields, helping those who were damaged by mines going off. So she did a lot of altruistic work, of course, in our world. She was a beautiful, lovely person. And that's where she found her sense of happiness, even though she had all the money in the world. It's not that. It's not money. Money's not going to make you happy. People lead with dating. Well, I've got all this money in the world. It's like, and, you know, are you happy? Are you giving back? Are you a good person? You know, that's the part I watch for. That's the part that's important to me when I'm dating someone. This emptiness, this I feel nothing is because they lack their higher purpose goal or spiritual fulfillment in their work. So that quote I developed when I was very young and I had my model and talent agency, our motto was help yourself by helping others. So I even taught my models and actors back in Erie, PA in New York to have this mindset of reaching out and living in the light and living a purpose-filled life. Because when they did, their success in acting, modeling, singing, and dancing came so much faster for them. And they knew to enjoy the journey that every job or audition was not supposed to be theirs. If they didn't get it, that opened the opportunity for them to have the next best job coming up. Things happen for a reason. And when the negative things happen, we have to look at the lesson in it. There's still a lesson in something negative, but when you reach out towards others to help, you in turn become your best and happiest self. So that's what that quote means. It's something I've been teaching since my mid-20s when I had the model and talent school at age 26. So what is karma and how does it affect you? And I write in Live Beyond Your Dreams, without going into the laws of karma, it just wouldn't be a spiritual chapter. They help you grow and learn from your current or past painful experience. And karma is a result of a particular deed and the chain of cause and effect that connects various deeds to each other. And therefore, it goes on to affect your life 
often referred to as my fate. Karma is the accumulation of your actions in life that is carried forward, affecting your fate. So each deed, whether positive or negative or neutral, has a part in defining or altering your karma. Each event is unique and is a part of the whole experience of your life. Many humans are attracted to the many illusions about what is valuable in this world and within ourselves. Many people think it's the possessions that are so valuable. And if you get hurt in an accident, no, it's not. It's our health. It's it's our ability to have fresh water. What is valuable? You know, friendship, love, connection, sharing your emotions. It's not the things that we possess. Things can be taken at any time. It's our health, our vision, our ability to help in many ways. Attachments to false hopes or illusions bring about adverse events that can ultimately affect your own karma negatively. Not living your higher purpose in life can bring about despair, depression, anxiety, and a true internal disconnect. You have disconnect between knowing what your intuition tells you to do and procrastinating because you're afraid of repeating the past as you try to correct it. You're going to stay stuck in pain and dysfunction. This is why when clients turn to me and they've come out of a painful relationship and they're there, no, no, I'm just going to give it time. I need to heal more. Yes, there's a time for mourning what was lost and a time for healing, but then there's too much waiting keeps you stuck. You're supposed to have great love in this world. You're not supposed to possess it. You're supposed to share it. If someone doesn't want to share their love with you, that's something about them. They can move forward. You release them in love and you say, thank you for the time we had together. It's not supposed to be anger, defiance, revenge, seeking out (laughs) or staying stuck in your past. It's a time to stop and reflect. Reflection is part of the healing and saying, what beautiful things did I get from this relationship? That was a wonderful time we shared. Now it's time for me to move and grow into my next relationship. Buddhism says relationships are not about ownership and lasting forever. It's about learning the lesson from them, meeting a good friend and moving forward. Now that lesson could take 15, 20 years, 25 years you're together, but many people... I hate to say it, they brag, we have a 20-year marriage, but let's say the husband's been in constant affairs, but she's been in it for 20 years. What is better, having a long-term relationship where you're not happy or having a series of relationships where you're very happy and you end as friends as one partner might want to move forward and move on? Relationships are lessons in the Buddhist philosophy. So it's really important that you don't stay stuck and you move beyond your emotional pain and the destructive repetitive patterns. And like I said, you know, you are stuck in relationship pain. Do reach out to me. You just go to rihannamilne.com. There's a pop-up window there. Just tell me a little bit about what you're going through. And I give you one hour of my time and it's a $500 value. So I take this time very seriously to help you to identify where your past pain is coming from, why you're stuck and to help you move on as much as I can in one hour. But it's amazing the amount of information that you learn in that first hour that we work together. And then if you choose to want to work with me, I'm available to be hired as a coach for you. And I do work with people around the world. Getting back to the laws of karma, I mean, they teach us to free ourselves from the painful illusions that delay us from reaching our spiritual 
greatness. The karmic law of cause and effect states for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So the laws of karmas help us to remove the obstructions that life often presents. And there's four axioms, they call them, that will always exist and explain the nature of the universe. They are things are cyclical. There's a universal oneness. Balance is for the goal of peace. We're always looking for peace and balance. And all things change and must change. And the winds of change will forcibly change things in your life that A, you may not be ready for, B, you're refusing to see because you're living in denial that it's a situation is not good for you, or C, deep down you really want change, but you fear it. So the winds of change are a time period that something will be forced upon you. I remember I really wanted my own therapy practice and I was doing it part-time after working in a school. And I loved working with the children, but I really love having my own businesses. I always have. And I went into my fourth school year. I was tenured and I just started like crying. And it's like, I don't want to be here this year. I want my own deal. I want my own thing. Interestingly enough, I was laid off that year and the winds of change has pushed me out. But it wasn't only me laid off. There was 11 out of 12 of the SAC counselors and that student assistance counselors. And I just knew the winds of change have come into my life, forced me out of the school. And it was scary time for me because I was a single woman. I had a mortgage. I was losing my health care. So I was losing my regular paycheck and my health care and going for the chance that I'll make it in my therapy practice. But I prayed on it. I saw it, I envisioned the success of my practice. And the first month after that school year, which would have been the month of July when I opened my practice full time, I had 99 clients that came out of nowhere. I didn't advertise, I had no advertisement going on. Here was a clear example of the winds of change forcing me out of the school system into my own business. Then I took over with faith to help my fears of the transition and prayed on seeing my success, part of visualization of my meditation. Step three, seeing clients come in my door, having their tea and coffee, listening to jazz or spiritual music, us having great sessions. And I love my practice in New Jersey. I had amazing clients who are still on my Facebook page today and reaching out to me. And hello, New Jersey people, if you're listening tonight, I love you guys. And we had a very close bond. And I had that practice 14 years before I moved to Florida. We don't often understand at the time why we're forced into a change. I mean, I was laid off right after the month I got teacher of the month. I was going to try and balance the two, you know, me being prone to be the workaholic. From my childhood trauma, that's one of the things that I always have to keep an eye on. Nobody wants to lose a job unexpectedly or discover a cheating spouse or go through an unexpected breakup. These forced changes are difficult. However, they do make us stop and reflect. It's really important to reflect on why they happened and what are we supposed to learn from them. So when I got laid off, it's funny, I like the movie The Secret. I advise all my clients to watch it. It's under documentaries in Netflix, by the way. If you have not seen, it's very important to see it. But I heard the man's voice from The Secret who says all the quotes. And I heard in my mind as soon as I heard I was laid off, don't worry, it's time. And I took a deep breath with some of my meditation cleansing breaths. And I'm like, it's right. It is time. I've been wanting the therapy practice my entire life since I was a kid. I wanted to be a counselor. 
full-time helping people, I said, this is the time. And it went beautifully. And I just prayed and meditated on the success of it. And now, you know, I pray in success on helping many people around the world heal from their difficult situations. And I do that every day. Meditation and prayer during these difficult transitions that definitely happen to you. And they're supposed to happen, guys, because in Buddhism, we call this the earth school. We are here to learn many lessons so we evolve into the next life, the higher life. And if you don't believe there's heaven or the ever after, let me tell you something. I've had so many spirits present to me after they've passed on. You know, my mother shows up in my house a lot. I have her ashes here. You know, the fans go on for no reasons. I'm sleeping and all of a sudden the fan goes on or my lights turn on. And I just take them as signs from my mom. It's a comfort to me. It's nothing scary. It's like, ooh, I'm in a haunted house. No, it's like, I just say, hi, mom. I'm thinking of you too. So there is a higher life. Your angels, your spirits, the people that you love who have passed on are sending you messages. You have to be spiritually aware and consciously aware to see them, to feel them. Some people see spirits. I really don't see them. There's more signs around me in my life. In every home I've been in, spirits have presented. So it's not like every house I buy can be haunted. It's just not that way. It's just that I have spirits and they present. And I look at it as a comfort. So if you have them present or you, as you become aware and they present, don't be afraid of that. You know, look at it as a comfort sign. Meditation and prayer, like I said, we don't always understand right away when a change is forced upon us, but do have faith that everything happens for our higher good. We are in this earth to learn the lessons and God redirected your path for a reason. There's a reason that you've been redirected, so don't take it as a fear-based situation. Here's another example. You knew deep down that your dysfunctional and toxic boyfriend wasn't a good partner, but you loved him and you hung in there to try and make things work. So the shock over his suddenly leaving you was a catalyst for personal change. So the winds of change are forcing you to move on and reinvent yourself and take the time you need to make someone who's more emotionally healthy, evolved and conscious in their way that they love you. They're able to express it, to feel it with words, with actions. Keep in mind the world is abundant. You're going to meet someone even better once you are emotionally and spiritually centered. Keep in mind the abundance of this world and make sure that you have incredible gratitude. Next week, I am going to continue this. We are going to go into the 13 laws of karma. Next week, I got into some of my own personal stories, so I don't always reach what I set out to in my lessons on my shows. But I did at least touch on why spirituality is essential and important in your life and the many gifts of spiritual presence. So try and practice that this week. Every day waking up, say what you're grateful for, what you're blessed for, and then ask for what you want and set three goals a day and three goals a week of what you hope to accomplish. And each day then has purpose for you. So that way you are living a purpose-filled life. That's how it works. And you'll meet many, many goals in your life that you've wanted if you just do a little bit each day and enjoy the journey. It's really important. Today's lesson that I'm going to end with from the Daily Affirmation book by Raquel Lerner. It's written for adult children of alcoholics, but I also say our people of trauma, which of course is 90% or more of us. I like these daily lessons. 
This one says, I am thankful for today, and I'm going to read this one since I miss Thanksgiving with you all. It says, the experiences of today are here today. They are blessings surrounding me that are meant to be enjoyed now. I give thanks for my life, knowing all the experiences have added to my growth and understanding. I acknowledge the promise of the future and anticipate only good. However, today I center my attention on the present moment and look around my world. I see much of it in the way of good and much for what I am to give thanks for. If I give a few quiet moments and listen to my inner voice, I will be shown how to structure my time and which activities to pursue. And in all of my activities, I will pause now and then give time to reflect and give thanks. I look forward to a now filled with happiness and opportunity. When you're living in the now, in the present moment, you always have the chance to choose a better way and to look at life with much gratitude and blessings. The main takeaway from my vacation, my dear Alexi, was that I am very blessed. I have incredible gratitude for my life, my friends, my daughters, my grandsons, my home, my clients, their healing, their growth, my purpose-filled life. And I give thanks to the divine messages and healing that comes through me for my clients. And I'm always very grateful in the work that I do. That's my takeaway. Okay, love angels and transformers. That is all we have time for today. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I'm sorry I was not live with you the past two Mondays, but I am back and I will be live with you next Monday, of course, at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Again, next week, we're going to consider the mindset for success and the watch me attitude. And I appreciate you sharing this show link and helping me change the way the world lives and loves so they can all live beyond their dreams. Please also take a moment to give a five-star rating on the show and the platform of your choice and do tune in to the other Lessons in Life and Love on boldbravemedia.com or on my own website, lessonsinlifeandlove.com. You can send me your questions at the Lessons in Life and Love show at gmail.com and do reach out for that free Life and Love discovery session during the week at rihannamilne.com. And as always, I am here every Monday to help you have the life you desire and the love you deserve. Have a fabulous week and God bless. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Your personal journey of life and love transformation has only just begun. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. And if you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a free life and love transformation discovery session with Rihanna, a $500 value. Just contact Rihanna with your questions and to tell her your story at RihannaMilne.com. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.